live and local on AM 770 KTTH. Your independent conservative host, Todd Herman, welcomes you to The Todd Herman Show. You know, if you're a 15-year-old man uh, who listens to Todd Herman and uh, you're not getting the mRNA injections because you've studied the actuarial tables and the... Uh, uh, the fatality rates and the footprint of this virus, and and you just won't get the mRNA injections. Well, uh, you're just a, a racist. Sorry, a bio no bioreactor. Bioreactor. Yeah. <laughs> Today is in fact the day the Lord has made, and these are the times in which God has decided we shall live. Times such as these communicate the need to act upon unique responsibilities, but also to spend time with friends, even if they will steal your Costco cherry pie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, they're so golden crispy on the outside. Yeah, it's warm. It might even be uncomfortably warm. That's life. Deal with it. Shut up about it. Taliban aren't majestic. I've learned that. Nobody is allowed to say my name. Bungie! Oh, I am going down! The cord caught! My hands did not touch the water! I'm springing up near the bridge! Free fall again! Down near the water! I did it! Welcome back to the uh, Todd Herbert Show, my friend. Good morning, Dory Monson. Well, you didn't tell me about the breaking news. I just heard that the segment is now called Fridays with Dory, and it's sponsored by another one of your fantastic sponsors. So I, I need to know, does Daddy get a little taste of that? <laughs> well, we'll talk about that later. I mean, oh, I shouldn't uh, bring that up on, on the air. Okay. <laughs> depends on how many uh, cherry pies that uh, we share. Uh, uh, no, I think we both need to ask if <laughs> um, if co daddies get a share of that one. Actually, well, well, but now now we've we've taken our our dirty laundry out to the public. So first of all, let me start with this: um, when you went fishing. Did you actually catch that monster, or was that something yeah. along the lines of an Inslee prop? Were there maggots in it, or that was a fresh fish? No, that was a fresh fish that I put on the smoker on Saturday night, and I tell you what, smoked it for about an hour at 175, and then cranked it up to about uh, 350 and did about 45, mm-hmm. eh, 30 minutes more. It was perfect, Todd. Had the awesome. family over, all the girls were here, crab, salmon. It was fantastic, man. Awesome. You've and been I'm going in crabbing. I'm going crabbing again tomorrow with uh, one of my great sponsors, and uh, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm, I have never been much of a fisherman, and I've been going out a lot lately, and it's really cool. Good. You've been monitoring government a long time. You've played basketball against the the so-called governor of Washington State or the king of Washington State, Jay Inslee. So you've had him on your program. He won't come back anymore because, of course, no. you call him out in his lies. So I just I just had this this image of a speech writing session where Inslee's going through some options saying, OK, let's let's try this again, governor. Uh, look, if you're a 50 year old man who voted for Donald Trump, I want Antifa uh, to beat you in the head with baseball bats. Uh, let's, let's maybe wind that down a little bit. Do you know you're talking to a bioreactor right now? Uh, yes, I do know that. I, as soon as Jay Inslee told me, and I've been uh, I've been getting a lot of pressure to stop appearing on your show as a result of that. <laughs> Have you really? Because I'm a bioreactor? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But but then I explained we're not in the same room, and I don't have to wear a hazmat suit when I do the segment. <laughs> I think they were more worried for my health than their politics. 
Okay, got it. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I, I sensed in that, and maybe this is just me, because he mentioned my demographic, the person for whom I voted for president, and the fact that I might be the most, most outspoken critic of the mRNA process and injections. I kind of want to think that uh, that Insta was calling a hit out on me, but that's that would be egotistical, I fear. <laughs> Probably. Well, I, I've made a call uh, on the governor yesterday, just yeah. yesterday. Uh, I have made a public uh, request, plea, really, okay. because right. as you know, we have been plagued with uh, heroin addicts throwing rocks off of overpasses on I-5 and I-90 and alongside the freeways. They've been lobbing rocks at vehicles for about two months now. And the first time it happened, I said, two months ago, I said, we have to clear out the homeless encampments. And they didn't do a thing for two months. They let more cars get hit. They more let more lives be threatened. And I'm convinced, Todd, that because I recommended cleaning out the homeless camps, they all said, <laughs> oh, if Monson says that's what we should do, let's not do it. So they just endangered a bunch of lives. But yeah. but it, it's still happening. They haven't caught all the rock throwers. So I have asked Jay Inslee to use his emergency powers as governor. I don't know if you know this, but the governor has emergency powers. I've to heard. use his emergency powers to get some meaningful rock control legislation in our state. And what I'm recommending is that any rocks, maybe over uh, four millimeters, yep. you're just not allowed to have them anymore. And we'll get a rock buyback program. We, uh, I know some people are saying if you outlaw rocks, only outlaws will have rocks. But I, I just say it is time for Jay Inslee to stop the rock throwing on the freeways and outlaw and criminalize rock possession. No, and I think that's good, but I think you need to also come up with some uh, catchphrases. You know, assault rock is an easy one, but you might go with murder rock. Because yeah. you, you, I mean, you, a pretty small rock thrown at great velocity and, and accuracy, that can end in death. So I think, Jory, you might well take a lead in this if you were to go maybe try some rocks out. And mm-hmm. I don't think, like, you have some board ops that are relatively young, and they'd recover pretty quickly because the young, they'll come back from an injury like, like nobody's business. So maybe you could just try tossing some rocks at the forest, not at velocity. I don't want you to kill anybody, right, but just right. to see at what, at what point there's pain and at what point you could maybe project using you know, uh, mathematics what would be a murder rock. I think that's yeah. maybe the key to unlocking this. Are you willing to and, do that? And, and by, I agree with you, and, and I want to assuage any fears that your audience has. Uh, no one wants to take all of your rocks away. We just need <laughs> common sense rock control. Yeah, and, and that's I think that's a good thing to ask. But then also, yeah. the rocks don't throw themselves. You know, there are people's hands, and no. if we're going to get into the control of people's bodies, uh, Jory, it might be a good idea to start taping fingers together because we've got uh-huh. the mRNA push, and particularly for the kids, because again, they can recover quickly. They can learn to operate in a world with fingers taped together. Why would yeah. we shy away? It's I would say this: if it saves one life. I mean, really, right. isn't that what we're doing? We're saving one life. You're, you're okay, talking let's... about the webbing of Washington. <laughs> I 
I'd like to see that. That's happen. wait. You've already thought about this. You've got murder <laughs> no, like, and, and the webbing no, of Washington. That's how quick and facile my mind is, Todd. I can that's come right. up with stuff on the fly. Uh, but yeah. no, and we we do need some you know cute, clever slogans. I'm sure your listeners can come up with a bunch. But uh, but yeah, so let, let's get this done. Let's get some meaningful rock control legislation in this state, and uh, it'll end the problem. And it would have a medical benefit as well, because I would include in the rock control legislation banning kidney stones as well. Well. You know, if you're going to go that far, then look, I may even be able to come back into Washington State because right now I'm told by a sneaky little voice in the Washington State Patrol that they've got people stationed on the Idaho border, facial ID, just waiting for them to move in there because they want to seize me, right? So maybe maybe I'll, you up. I'll, I'll risk coming back for that. We'll just go to traffic uh, early, guys. I want to okay. go to traffic early because I want to have – and I asked you last time. You didn't know who did this. This is one of our mutual friends who's in radio. He would say it this way. And suddenly you're going to notice now that the tone and tenor of the program changes and shifts from friendly jocularity into a more serious tone as Dory and I take on the news of the day, including a Northwest city going full communist plus that thing that doesn't exist. And if it does, it's too complex for you to understand, lest you're a grad student, critical race theory in more schools. The seriousness now. What? It's gone. That's it? It's gone. Wow. Such an effort to get me back on quicker. (laughs) So you have been, and we've been, I think, I talking to Rance the other day. That's not who says change in tone and tenor. That's John Curley. But um, I believe that you, me, and he in this state have probably seen the coming of the symptoms of critical race theory before we started, you know, focusing on the actual construct of it, which is just an extension of critical theory, that we've seen this coming for quite a while. And you have been particularly outspoken about the effort to radicalize our children. And that you, I think it became a theme of your show, I think about two years ago, a strong theme that guys, um, they intend to completely radicalize our children. And you uncovered something about the Bellevue Public Schools, which is east of Seattle and not yet completely communized. Yeah. So this is an example. <laughs> you know, I had Chris Richtal on my show two weeks ago, and I know that uh, you and he are good friends, the superintendent well, of public me. instruction yeah. in our state. And he denies that there's critical race theory in the schools, which is just ludicrous. But uh, I have in front of me, Todd, some uh, four tweets from the Bellevue Teachers Union, the Bellevue Education Association. And listen to how they identify the four quotes that they tweeted out. Uh, who said them? Uh, the first person said, moving forward as a community looks like being inclusive and equitable to those that have diverse identities. And who said that? What, what's her name? Oh, you don't have names anymore. That was said by female Latina educator. Another quote, in order for our community to heal, we need to share the pain, to be honest about blah, 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 blah. That was said by white special education teacher. And, And all the quotes that they send out, there are no people anymore, no individuals. And that's what critical race theory is all about. It's about eliminating individuality, identifying people only by the color of their skin. Stop that, guys. Well, and uh, the freeways are fine. Uh, in order, here's another quote: "In order for our community to heal." Oh no, I already read that one to you. Uh, but but yeah, here's another one. Another quote from 
something I'm looking forward to is working collaboratively with my department. That was said by white female middle school educator. So they've eliminated wow. the names of the teachers wow. and they just put in their gender and their skin color or their race as the identifiers. That is critical race theory. That is eliminating individuality. We want to stamp down anybody who dares stray from the, from the sheeple. And everyone now is going to be identified only by their skin color. That is dangerous. It's damning. And it, I mean, it's as racist as things can get. And that's what's happening throughout schools in our entire state here. We had uh, yesterday a gentleman on our program who has started a, um, uh, a a website and I hope a movement to confront critical race theories in the school, um, the critical race theory. It's called Chalkboard Heresy. And he's a teacher in, in good standing for now, but I think his, his career is over. And he joined us yesterday, and, and he did the coolest thing as a teacher now speaking out. He's been in rooms where people have said, you know, teachers have said, we need to have a more diverse workforce. We need to make sure that we have, you know, teachers of color and, and gay teachers and, and men who think they're women teaching. We need to have all these things. You know what he said, and I love this, is he said, you go first. Resign. Sure. Resign. And he had people like look at him and say, well, I can't resign. Wait, why can't you resign? Right. Right. I, I, I tell you, Dory, that we need to move into these school board meetings and go straight into any white educator that is going to market this stuff. We need to go to the school board meetings and demand resignations. And I'm telling you, like you just revealed this. Go to the Bellevue school board meetings and say, yes, um, to the white lady in the center of the chair, you white lady resign. Right. And yeah. over here uh, to black man, power to you. Pa- take her seat. Right. And, right. and right, don't you think that that would be the way um, to to confront this is to make them live by the rules? It's Frank McCormick at Chalkboard Hersey. Don't you think that's an effective tactic? I have been saying for a long time that if people are asking, what can we do about this? You always talk about the problems. What are the solutions? The solutions are to get involved, to be on your local school board, run for school board, and make sure that we have common sense people who want to educate kids. I know that's a radical idea, that kids should just be educated at school. Let them do all the social justice stuff at their home, at their any place they want to be in the community, outside of school school hours, but we're turning our schools into, oh, I know, aren't they like bioreactor facilities now? But <laughs> we're just telling our kids, yeah. uh, we're, we're just brainwashing them more than we are enriching and enhancing their brains. Well, shifting gears into you mentioned bioreactors and kids, we're back to uh, this. You know, you can't tell a parent what to do. And if a school doesn't want to put in the mask, a parent's in a really tight bind. I really feel for those parents who want to protect their children, yet a governor of a state says you can't do that if you want to. We're not going to have mass in our schools, say some governors. Well, that is equivalent to saying we would like your children to get infected. It's a very poor move. That's, that's from MSNBC. We would like your children <laughs> to get infected. By the way, did you read the part about where Ron DeSantis said kids can't wear masks? I, I skipped. No. 
This and Dory, we're back to this, and I had to ask you about this. I wanted to ask you about this this city that's gone full communism. Yeah, the, the NFL is now saying, and Dory was the pregame host uh, on radio uh, for years, decades. Did a brilliant job. It was that show was so entertaining. It was so well listened to. Sponsors loved it. It was big and broad reach, and man, it was huge. And so you know the NFL. Yeah. Are you telling me that these people are now saying? If a unvaccinated player spreads the COVID, he can be fined. He can be suspended, fined. A team can forfeit. But, Dory, what about the people who've had the mRNA injections and spread the COVID? They're yeah, free well, and clear? What, what no, is no, that doesn't happen. The vaccination uh, oh, gives you oh. 100% shield oh. again, okay. unless you're a Democrat in Texas. Right. Then... You right. have a slight chance yeah. of being a super or, spreader, even if or, you've been vaccinated, flying around maskless on a plane with right. a case or, of Miller Lite. Yeah. Yes. Or an Olympic gymnast or a Major League Baseball team. <laughs> right. Or a professional golfer or anybody else. Um, but it is it seems to be just this march into authoritarianism, which leads us to this topic. That's what we call a transition. Oh, There's that was a beautiful. Sweet. You like that? Yeah. It's a beautiful city. North of Seattle, um, on the train line, on the beach, great restaurants, really cool little town called Edmonds that has decided to sign its own death warrant. So how are they well, doing yeah, that? Edmonds has been going woke for the last couple of years now, and I do not understand why. It is. It is. It's a beautiful little seaside town. Uh, I know a lot of people who live there and have lived there. And they made an announcement this week. The city of Edmonds has established a new online portal to report incidents of bias, discrimination, and hate. And then they say, any issues that are criminal in nature, you should still call 911. But if you have another incident of bias, discrimination, and hate that is not criminal, call the city hotline. And this was uh, this new reporting tool was recommended by the Edmonds Diversity Commission. So they want... Neighbors to start snitching on neighbors, but what it's doing is it's compiling a public database of people who have hurt other people's feelings. It's not about criminality. It's about, and, and then, since this is a public record, anybody can access it with a public disclosure request, and then they can start witch hunts against people who don't think the way they should. Wow. And, uh, yeah, I mean, this is what happens, and I, I, I know it sounds like hyperbole. It is not. This is what happens in communist countries. This is what they do in Cuba and in Venezuela. They have hotlines where people can, can rat out their neighbors. And I, I had one really good question from uh, a guy who runs a business in Edmonds. And he said to me, I hate the sidewalk outside of my neighborhood. It's in disrepair. It displays bias by hampering my ability to walk on it. Should I report myself for hating the sidewalk <laughs> or report the sidewalk for being biased against people who prefer walking over driving in a car? I need help. What should I do? And I say both. Report yourself for hate. Report yeah. the sidewalk for bias. And, and I actually mean this. I think that Everybody in Edmonds should swamp this online portal. Absolutely. If you're if you're at breakfast and you say, oh, I hate my eggs over easy, report yourself for hate. If yep. somebody says, oh, I hate that seagull just took a poop on me, report the seagull for hate and, and bias and discrimination. Flood it. Fill it up. 
Let them sift through thousands and thousands of messages, and uh, because they say that that everything they receive on the snitch line will be referred to the appropriate city department. Incredible. Okay, we're going to get this address, and uh, we'll get it from you. Dory's show will be on later. It's noon to three, Cairo Radio, and there's an excellent app that almost always. <laughs> Well, I mean, but there's, there's a lot of ways to listen to Dory's show. Uh, yes. So, noon to three, and now we've gone long. But, hey, look, more traffic music. Uh, I, Dory told me he had a big story coming up. I'm going to trust that's true. We have to go to traffic. Uh, Dory, thank you, and go with God's good grace. You got it, Todd. Have a great weekend, everybody. Yeah.